0: Welcome to the very first episode of the Western Pennsylvania Game Changers podcast, where we talk about charities that are doing great things in Western Pennsylvania and beyond, and how we, as volunteers, can help them. I'm Chris Hoke. Eight years and 75 pounds ago, I was a two-time Super Bowl champion defensive lineman with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I had a great 11-year run with the Steelers, and the Steelers organization continues to play an important role in my life. With me are my co-hosts. Chelsea Herman. Hi, Chelsea. Hi. Lisa Mitchell. Hey, Chris. And Tim Campbell. Hi there. We'll get to know each other a little bit better in a minute, but first let's talk about why we're here. Community service and a free website and app called Just Serve. Just Serve is a free service provided by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints that connects people who are interested in providing voluntary service to organizations who are doing great things in their communities and re- could really use their help. My co host and I are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but you don't need to be to use Just Serve. In future episodes, my co-hosts and I will talk about volunteer opportunities that are posted on Just Serve. We will also share our personal experiences as we participate in some of them. Representatives from organizations with projects posted on Just Serve will also come in to tell us about the great work that they do and how volunteers can help them get it done. In this episode, we will introduce ourselves and share a little bit about why volunteer service is important to us. Later, we will be joined by Molly Peterson, our own Just Serve guru, who will tell us more about what Just Serve is and how to use it. First, let's go around the table and get to know each other a little bit better. We'll start with Lisa. Lisa Mitchell, how are you? Great, how are you? Great. So tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay, I've been married for almost 20 years this August to my husband Brad. We have four kids, an uh, 18-year-old, a 16-year-old, a 13-year-old and a nine-year-old, and they definitely keep me busy.
0: That's great.: All the
1: time. They're wonderful. Um, done many different jobs, worn many different hats, and mm-hmm. currently a personal stylist right now.
0: Personal stylist.:
1: Yes. Wow. Yes. How long have you been doing that? Uh, about four years. That's great. Yeah, it's I need awesome. a personal stylist. <laughs> just I, just, I need a personal stylist. So no tell problem.
0: us, this being a service podcast, tell us about one of your favorite service opportunities.
1: Okay. About two years ago, I was able to work with a group of about 30 girls, ages 11 and 12, mm-hmm. to put together some gifts gift baskets for new moms that had just had their babies. Because yeah. when you go to the hospital and you have a baby, usually the babies get to bring all home the cool stuff, you know, the diapers and all this extra stuff. But we wanted to think about the moms. And so sure. we put together some little trinkets and gifts for these new moms and put those together mm-hmm. and then we were able to deliver those. And it was wonderful.
0: Thank you, Lisa. You're welcome. So now we'll go to Chelsea. And Chelsea is the young one in the group here. So it's great to have you, Chelsea.
2: <laughs> Thanks. And
0: first of all, tell us about yourself.
2: I am from Atlanta, a.k.a. Hotlanta, <laughs> and I've moved around quite a bit in my life. Um, currently, my family lives in Los Angeles, and now I live here in Pittsburgh uh, doing my graduate degree in information security. Wow. hmm And last year, I was actually in Australia uh, for the first year of my program, and now I'm looking forward to doing some volunteer work wow, here in Australia, Pittsburgh. That's great.
0: Mm-hmm. That's great. You went that's from amazing. Australia where it's nice and warm here in Pittsburgh <laughs> where it's even, no, it's not warm here, it's cold. That's right. So yeah, you're in Pittsburgh.
2: It's awesome because I love hot chocolate. Yeah. So oh, perfect that's weather really for good. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, like I said, I'm looking forward to doing volunteer work here in Pittsburgh. Um, I've been volunteering a lot in my right. life.
0: That's great. Mm-hmm. So tell us, you talk about volunteering uh, many times and a lot throughout your life. Tell us one of your favorite service Opportunities.
2: Certainly, it was actually when I was an undergraduate in uh, b- at Boston University, and that's where I started my first business selling baseball hats, which had a really cute design oh, in the back. Yeah. And fifteen um, percent of the proceeds from each hat that was sold would go to this nonprofit called Citizen Schools. And so I thought, I don't want to just donate money. I actually want to do something. And so I partnered with the school and went in and taught high school students how to start a business like I started myself. Uh And so we created school uniforms for them to sell during lunch. And it was just amazing to see their progress. And they taught me so much.
0: How did those kids embrace that? Did they embrace it?
2: (laughs) Yeah, they embraced it. They came up to me. They're like, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to go to school for this, and, you know, I want to be your friend on Snapchat, so, I, you know, I could. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know just you're you know the real
0: deal. I mean, Boston University, Carnegie Mellon, mm-hmm. holy smokes. I'll tell you what. So, tell us why you like to serve.
2: Well, to have more humbling experiences like that, and to play, put it plain and simple, charity is love. Yeah. And... It's being able to connect with people outside of your bubble mm-hmm. in order to gain a new perspective and to learn something new. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's also a dopamine effect. Absolutely. <laughs> for me.
0: I love that. Dopamine effect. Isn't that great? And that's exactly what it is. I mean, the more you serve, the more you want to do it again. And it's a great feeling. You get a wonderful high, a spiritual high, as you Mm -hmm. serve other people. That's wonderful, Chelsea. Thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. We'll turn to our friend Tim and uh, just get to know him a little bit. Tell us about yourself, Tim. Sure,
3: Chris. I was born and raised in Pittsburgh. Um, I'm a thoroughbred native Pittsburgher. And as such, if you. A Yinzer. A Yinzer. (laughs) If if you cut me, I believe black and gold, no doubt about it. But I was born and raised in Bethel Park. I married my high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. And we've had six kids together. I have four grandkids to boot. Um, wow. I did my undergraduate work and my medical school training down at West Virginia University. Okay. And then um, after I finished that, I, I came home to Pittsburgh. And I did my internal medicine residency here in Pittsburgh at, at okay. Mercy Hospital. And um, – I, I stayed on, Chris. I, I loved it. I loved That's working great. at Mercy Hospital. I, uh, I set up my own private practice with one of my best friends, and uh, we really? ran that for about 30 years, all told. And That's I double-boarded not only internal medicine, but also in hospice and palliative uh-huh. care medicine. And um, I still feel like I get to go to work rather than I have isn't to go the best to work. Oh, it's You're going because amazing. you love it, you, bet. you have to. It's not work then, is it? Yep. It really it isn't. Is. I'm currently chief medical officer for a home health agency and a hospice here in Pittsburgh as well.
0: Wow. Wow, you got your hands full. you got a lot going on. I love it. That's great. <laughs> so tell us, you've had a lot of opportunities to serve throughout your life. Tell us one of your favorite experiences.
3: Oh, my word. I, I think the most defining um, moment was four years ago. I I had a nice opportunity where my kids were all grown. They're all out of college. They're all out of the house. It was kind of like a, a little bit of a liberating feeling at that yeah. time. And uh, I thought, okay, let well, me go ahead and, and do something else. I, I felt really strong promptings at that point, really strongly prompted that, I needed to do, uh, do more service. I need to step up that game a little That's bit more. a great more. prompting. It was. It really truly was. So I sold out of my practice, and um, I saw my last patient in the office on, I think it was March 27th. It was a Friday. And then two days later, I was on a hospital ship in Norfolk, Virginia, oh, with the United smokes. States Navy. Yeah, I was on the, the USNS Comfort. It's a it's a Navy hospital yeah. ship. And um, I went in there as a volunteer a non-government organization (NGO) medical mm-hmm. officer,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and um, it was just six and a half months of tour through fifteen countries. Uh, we you were
0: gone th- from home for six and a half months. My
3: wife flew down midway through, met me in Panama. We spent some uh, a little bit of time together, together there, wow. and then uh, was, cool I finished sprout. it out. It was awesome. it was amazing, and she she really loved it. She really enjoyed it. It was it was transformative for both of us in so Wait, many ways. Did she ways. love it
0: because you were gone for six and a half months, or she liked well, it because you were serving other people? <laughs> serving
3: the other people go figure it was like a week after we left the furnace went the air conditioner <laughs> went Had to repair all that you know but we, we got over it. that which doesn't kill us makes us stronger yeah absolutely you know? absolutely but it, it was infectious in so many ways and i just want it made me want to do more
0: that's great and so as you've done that and you want to do more and you uh, absolutely you've done more service especially over the last four years how has that made you feel?
3: More, more like I wanted to do it again and again and again. I've done the dopamine effect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dopamine effect, <laughs> which as Chelsea indicated, is is uh, the, the reward transmitter in your brain. Yeah. It's in the ventral nu- ne- median nucleus. It's it makes you. It's <laughs> one of your feel good hormones. Well, we <laughs> we like it. It's so important. Absolutely. But um, you know, it, it just it is infectious. And, and you like you like how you feel when you're when you're in service. When you're you're dedicated to looking outside yourself and you're not inward looking.
0: Absolutely. Tim, thanks for sharing that. I guess it's my turn to share about myself. Again, I'm Chris Hoke, and um, I went to Brigham Young University and uh, got a degree there in marketing communications. Um, I came to Pittsburgh in 2001 as a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I was extremely blessed to be a member of that organization for 11 years. Um, Had a lot of wonderful opportunities. Um, you know and and it's great because when I was a member of the Steelers they gave us uh, a a lot of great opportunities to serve and give back to the community and I tried as often as I could to to participate in those activities and those service opportunities and that was wonderful the Steelers have just a great relationship with the community and they send a lot of players every year into the the community to serve especially those in the inner city those who are in need I um, have five children and I'm married to a wonderful woman Jamie when we got married guys, I was 22 and she was 19. So we were just young and, um, we've been married. We just celebrated our 20th anniversary this past June. And we took a trip to Europe together and, uh, she's just my best friend. She's a wonderful person, great mother. Um, my five children, I have an 18 year old son, um, who will be going on his church mission this summer. He actually got his call today, but we're going to open it in two days. Um, And uh, so he'll be serving a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I have a a 15-year-old son who's a sophomore. I have a 13-year-old daughter in eighth grade and then an 11-year-old son in fifth and an eight-year-old daughter who is in second grade. And so we have our hands full, Um, a lot going on. And as you see, I have a lot of energy, and all my kids have that same energy. And so there's there's a lot of noise in my home. But it's wonderful, and uh, I love my family. I would, there's nothing that's, uh, that brings me more joy than being a father and being a husband. That's enough about me. So let's, without further ado, we teased a little bit in the beginning about our Just Serve guru, and I want to introduce her this time, Molly Peterson. Molly has been working with Just Serve since it was first introduced in Western Pennsylvania. And that was about three years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Molly is a volunteer JustServe specialist, but I, I like Guru better, Molly. She works with organizations and individuals and helps them to know how to use JustServe. How are you doing, Molly?
4: I'm doing great, Chris. Oh,
0: so great to have you on.
4: Thank you so much.
0: So I want to ask you uh, just a couple questions. Um, if I want to use JustServe to find service opportunities near my home, what do I do? It's so easy.
4: It was created to be very user friendly and very instantaneous. When you go on there, you see what you want, you can touch it and it's done. You, okay. you hit volunteer and it's done. So basically the way to sign up, you go to justserve.org, you register, mm-hmm. you're going to give them a little bit of information about yourself. Okay. Uh, then they're going to send you um, an email, you're going to click activate account. It's that, easy. It's that easy. you're ready to go. You are ready right then to see projects that are available. And to see what you're interested in.
0: That's great because sometimes it's a little intimidating, right? You go onto a website, you look at all this registration, all this information you got to put in. That's super simple. And so I go on, I'm registered. Right. I'm on justserve.org and I signed in. So Tell me what I do next.
4: All right. I should mention, too, there's a profile page that uh-huh. you can go to, and you can actually let them know what you're interested in. Really? And so then those projects will be hearted for you, and you can turn on notifications so you get notified whenever new projects come available in your area. Right. So JustServe can actually be contacting you regularly, so you don't even have to get on the website. So They'll email So when new you.
0: service opportunities come on JustServe.org, uh-huh. it'll shoot you a notification on your on your smartphone
4: right, you can you can select that you can select that yeah. notification and have that happen wow. so that is really cool really, too really cool. yeah yeah you don't even have to get on there it'll notify you
0: that's great. So when I find one of these notifications come or I get on the website and I find a service opportunity that I'm interested,
4: mm-hmm.
0: how do I go from that to actually communicating or, or being involved in that service opportunity
4: again, super easy so you just you read up you read a little bit about it and just click volunteer and they're going to ask you when your available times are and um, you know what date you're available to start yeah. and that's it and and you you hit volunteer and then immediately the project sponsor uh-huh. is going to get notification that you volunteered Great. and then they'll contact you usually within 24 hours sometimes a little that longer quickly. yeah super fast okay. and they'll get with you and let you know um, if, if everything works out, sometimes small things change, you know, within organizations, but they will confirm with you, and then you're good to go. You're set.
0: That's great. So, so let me ask a couple questions. So first of all, this is this just for an individual, or can this be for a group? Kind of give me that understanding.
4: Okay, that, you sign up as an individual. Okay. But some really neat things have happened with this in our city. Um, first of all, we get we get volunteers from all over the place. And, yeah. and um, they volunteer, and one woman volunteer, but she wanted to bring her two teenage boys and her husband. So you just ask. You just you know call the organization, email them, and say, is it okay if I bring my family? Tell them how many there are. And so this was for Light of Life Rescue Mission, and they came and did what's called their meal ministry, which is um, a fabulous project. You go in and you actually prepare the food really? for the homeless, and you get to help serve it and you get to um, to interact with those wonderful people. And so they had a great experience the whole family yeah. and you know teenage boys sometimes you wonder right? Yeah, absolutely. But they absolutely loved it. And so yeah, it's just a matter of of letting the um, letting the organization know. Yeah. And there's also group projects as well that sure. that and that will be outlined in the posting, yeah. they'll let you know this can be done as a group project or any other information like that about numbers.
0: That's great. So I sign up individually, Correct. but I can also request to do a service experience individually or as a group.
4: Right, right. Okay. Yeah, and now you can sign up as a group as well. Oh, you can. Some, in certain projects, they will say group. It will say group projects are available on Saturday from this time to this time. Okay. And that's so great. yes, that's possible as well. But Wonderful. in terms of just bringing a few more people, like yeah. a small group like your family, yeah. that would be something that you would contact the organization to double check. They
0: coordinate with them.
4: And, yeah, it's usually no problem That's at all easy. because they're yeah. so happy
2: to have volunteers. Yeah. Great. Hi, Molly. I have a question for you. Thank you so much for being here, by Chelsea? the way. Chelsea? Um, so some projects direct me to volunteer or the volunteers' organization's website. Can I register on Just Serve for those projects? Absolutely.
4: Now – well, let me let me rephrase, rephrase that. You will find out about those projects on Just Serve, but in terms of the actual registration where you're telling the time and, and how many people and all that, you will go to their website. Okay. And this situation is rare. Normally it's through Just Serve, but, for example, we have the National Down Syndrome Congress Convention coming to Pittsburgh in the summer, and that is one example where all of our volunteers will be directed to their website just because of the sheer numbers. Okay. There, there's so many people that they need. But normally, normally it's all the registration is done on just serve. Okay. And then if a volunteer decides to become a, um, a regular volunteer, like mm-hmm. weekly or monthly, mm-hmm. then they will usually also go through the organization. Just serve is kind of a doorway. It's where you can go in and find out if you like the project and if you want to continue. And so um, a lot of times if you continue on with, like I said, more times and more regular attendance, you can go through the organization
2: for that as well. Okay, great. Thank you. Mm
4: -hmm. Hey, Molly. Hey.
1: Hey, so I had a question. You talked a little bit about individual versus group projects that we could do um, through JustServe.org. But I wanted to know, could I bring my kids with me to some of these service projects?
4: Absolutely. Like I was telling Chris that that's just something that you would need to ask the organization about and and like I said normally that is absolutely fine and they encourage it one thing I will mention you need to be at least 13 years of age to be a registered user on JustServe, and then on the projects listed we will clarify the ages whether children are allowed or not for example in uh, for days for girls which is this wonderful project that makes hygiene kits for girls over in africa and other areas and that's what chelsea chelsea has served there it's fantastic but they actually have a playroom for for children and babies and they have special parts of their project that mothers can go in and work on while their babies Mm -hmm. are playing and they have it stocked with peanut butter and jelly it's just a great situation there for mothers and children some projects lend themselves to that really well and others not as much but again you have that that luxury of just going through and looking through the mall and and,
2: and vetting them out for your needs right
1: that's great to know thank you
2: mm-hmm. this prompted me to think of another question with my busy school schedule sometimes i have to cancel how feasible is it for me to cancel Um, on a project that I signed up for. That's really easy. Right next to volunteer
4: is unvolunteer. So anytime you can go in and just go right to where you volunteered and just, and just hit that button and it's over. So yeah, that happens sometimes and and they're equipped for that.
2: Okay, great.
3: Um, Molly, I have a question for you too. If I sign up for multiple projects, like say I have Wednesday evening open, I've got Saturday morning open, and is there like a, a clearinghouse page on it, so to speak, or a master list where I can go and check and see where I've signed up for the activities. Like say I've done it a couple weeks in advance.
4: The way to find out is through your email because they will be contacting you and letting you know everything that you've, that you have um, registered for. So that's your best, your best bet is to go back there and check just serve.
3: Perfect. Thank you. Mm
2: -hmm. So Molly, like you mentioned, I um, signed up for days for girls through just serve and I had a wonderful experience. How do I spread the word? How do I share my fabulous experience with others so they could join me and we could have a a crew? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's a great thing to do, spread
4: the word. There's a a little symbol on, on the upper right of the webpage for sharing. It's the universal sharing symbol. It's right there, so you can just click on that and it takes you right to your Facebook and you can share.
2: Okay, great.
0: So I've been on the website and you see a list of service opportunities um, how do these organizations post these experiences or opportunities on JustServe.org
4: I can do it but the great thing is anyone can submit a project sure. anyone they submit it through JustServe and then it's approved and and it can be put up it has to be it has to follow simple guidelines and yeah. then it's great so
0: that's great. That's what's wonderful.
3: Molly, what about if I learn about uh, just a super service project that's coming up, but I'm not a member of the organization that's sponsoring that, that particular project. Can I still post, or do you have to do it through a member of the particular sponsoring organization?
4: You can definitely post. You would want to talk to that organization, to their volunteer coordinator, let them know a little bit about just serve, gauge their interest, and then find the information that, that is needed to post. That's a simple process to find that out. You can go through that yourself and look at it. And then then you can add, you can in, enter it all into the website. Then that would come to me and I would approve it and get it right up.
3: That's beautiful. That's easy.
4: So easy.
1: So kind of going off of what Tim asked, what types of projects can be posted on JustServe?
4: All right. So here's the JustServe guidelines. The projects are collaborative and working side by side with others in faith-based nonprofit community and government organizations that's the first one second one the projects enhance the quality of life in the community and assist the poor and poor and needy and those are that doesn't have to be both of those it can be one or one or the other and the project does not have a political or other advocacy focus or involve fundraising
1: okay so does that kind of fall under the you know the, the type of project that cannot be posted to just serve
4: Yes, that gives you a clue as to the things that they're not looking for. There are prohibited activities, and there's, uh, I'm sorry, prohibited projects, and those are there's a pretty long list, but the bottom line for that is basically engaging in things such as part, um, partisan political activities, um, act, projects that attempt to influence legislation, projects that are providing a direct benefit to a business organized for profit, that type of thing. This is charity, and so that is the main underlying Focus.
1: Right. right, makes sense. So what about fundraising events or donations?
4: Actually, you're not at all to participate in fundraising events. That's that's prohibited. Okay. Yeah, okay. or any handling of money at all. Sometimes they'll say, can you just handle our cash drawer? That is that is not a, a part of the volunteer work at JustServe. What about
1: item donations?
4: Absolutely. That is something that, that our organizations really need, and uh, if you have items, we encourage you to donate great. Thanks.
2: And Molly, can reoccurring projects be posted? Absolutely. Recurring projects are most of what is on JustServe right now.
0: That's great. So I understand that there is a JustServe app as well. Can you tell us a little bit about this app?
4: Absolutely. So you can do just about everything on that app that you can do on the website. You just go to Google Play Store or whatever app store you have on your phone, download the app, and then you have it right at your fingertips. Super easy to use, and you have all that information with you all the time.
0: It makes it very accessible, doesn't it? It really does. That's wonderful.
4: So much easy. So, so easy.
0: Yeah. Wally, it's so great to have you here. And we're, our time's running out, and so I wanted to see if you want to take a moment. It's very obvious you are very passionate about justserve.org and about serving other people. Can you share with us some of your final thoughts on service in general, but also justserve?
4: I I love with all my heart this type of service. Working out in the compu- in the community with the worst cases oftentimes. Yeah. They need us. And I and there's so many that, that want to do mm-hmm. this. And here it is. It's 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 just the window, it's the doorway yeah. into being able to to serve and serve customized to to your particular need.
0: Yeah. So there you are. What a wonderful hub to go and find service opportunities to go and serve. Molly, our Just Serve guru, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been wonderful to spend this time with you and to learn from you and feel of your passion for Just Serve.
4: Chris, it's been my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And I want
0: to thank Chelsea and Lisa and Tim for being here with us today. Um, just really appreciate what you've shared with us and your experiences and your love for serving others. It's been wonderful to be with you as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. And most importantly, I want to thank our listeners. Thank you for listening to this podcast today, the Game Changers podcast. its We are excited about the direction that we are heading with this podcast, and this would not be possible and would not be something that we'd want to do without you listening to this podcast. So thank you so much for listening. To learn more about how you can help in your community, please go to www.justserve.org. Again, that's www.justserve.org. If you're aware of a project or organization that has volunteer needs in your community, please work with them to help them post their projects on JustServe or submit any questions that you have through JustServe.org on the feedback option. Until next time, roll up your sleeves and let's get to work. Bye-bye.